Welcome to Cultivated Marketer, where we talk marketing professional development so your garden of opportunity grows. This is Brent Bowen. And I'm Matt Tidwell. And welcome to the inaugural episode of Cultivated Marketer. And it's during some interesting times where Matt and I, normally we would be together in, in close proximity, but we're launching this show. Although we've conducted interviews prior to this initial episode, we're launching the show in the midst of uh, the the uh, COVID nineteen or the coronavirus. So, uh, but we're still going to do it. We're 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 going to make sure the show happens. So we're going to take a little bit of time to introduce ourselves, tell you why we're doing this show, and maybe cover some topics and guests that we'll include along the way. What a pleasure to be getting this thing off the ground with you, and and thanks for all your great work. And I certainly feel honored to to be uh, working with a guy who's got as much podcast knowledge as you do, and, and it's really been around the block more than just one time with this. So very very excited. No, I, I agree. I think you know certainly we are living in interesting times, no question about it. And and frankly, interesting times for all of us, but also for marketers. You know, you and I were just talking a little bit about kind of how marketers are having to readjust with the times that we live in. Of course. You know, marketing is always about adjusting and, and moving with the time. So certainly a, a good time to be addressing this topic of professional development and excellence in the field. And, and I'm just as happy as I can be to, to be with you. Yeah, and I am I am as well. And so I think probably for our listeners, the, the thing where we should start is maybe introduce ourselves a little bit. I'm Brent Bowen. I'm the owner of Sparkade Marketing, which is a small marketing agency in the Kansas City area. I've been marketing for about 25 years. And Matt, you alluded to my podcast knowledge. I've actually been a podcast host since 2009, actually working with podcasters since 2006. And at about that time, there were fewer than 5,000 shows in existence. So I love podcasting and actually currently run including this show now about six shows currently for either clients or my own personal shows do a lot of digital marketing so as i'd mentioned i've been marketing for about 25 years and this has been pretty interesting i have some crisis business continuity pandemic experience as part of the resume and Really, never thought in my lifetime that I would have to break out the uh, break out the manual quite quite like I have the the last week or two. But uh, so I think that we'll be able to share some things over the next you know the the coming weeks with with our audience. So Matt, and that's kind of your specialty, right? You just got back from a conference in Florida, and that's part of the reason why we're not doing the show together, folks. Matt's been sequestered and kind of quarantined a little bit. So we're doing this remotely, but Matt, uh, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, Brett and I have some of the same experiences, long career, uh, in, in marketing. Currently I'm in academia. Uh, I'm an, I'm an assistant dean and a program director at the university of Kansas, where I run a master's degree program, uh, actually at Edwards campus, uh, here in Kansas city, uh, for integrated marketing communications. So it's for working professionals going back to get their master's degree. But I'm also an assistant dean at the, at the School of Journalism and, and help run some of our other master's degree programs. But before that, a uh, long career in marketing communications, working for a number of different brands in, in the Kansas City area that people would be aware of. Most of that on the marketing communications side, either external, internal communications. I was at uh, KCPNL, now Evergy, for a few years, uh, running the corporate communications department. I was at St. Luke's Health System, 
worked for a couple of agencies around town, Morningstar Communications, Bozberg, Valentine, Radford down uh, back back in the day. So good good mix of experience, again, both on the external and internal side. In the course of all of that, though, certainly did have the opportunity to work a few crises. Uh, and so <laughs> one of the things they tell you when you move into academia is to specialize in an area. And so guess what? That sort of became the uh, the go-to for me, and and uh, the time that most actually most of my time teaching now is is in crisis communications. Although I certainly still work a bit on the on the branding uh, branding and stakeholder side as well, and mostly spend my time running those programs. But it's been been really cool to get a chance to take a much deeper dive. I've always been a professional development guy, very involved, uh, formerly on the board of PRSA here, and and actually still do that. I'm, I'm on the board actually for IABC, the International Association of Business Communicators, for the entire organization, all 9,000 members around the globe. So um, have always had professional development as kind of an undercurrent and a real um, interest of mine really throughout my career. And so um, that's why when, when we, we found out there might be an opportunity to put a show like this together, I was I was super excited because I think that it's a, it's a topic that sort of never goes grows old in Kansas City where we have a vibrant marketing community. You know, I think, I think it, it should be really well received. So I'm excited. Yeah. And you were, through your experience, you were you were hitting on the impetus of the show and we, we certainly want to talk a little bit more about the reasons why we felt like now and within Kansas city, this was a great time and would be of great service to the Kansas city and, and Midwestern community. And maybe even larger, depending on the topics and the guests that we bring sure. out, bring on. Certainly I, I didn't touch on some of my professional development experience, but I think you mentioned IABC. I served on the Kansas city IABC board for several years in my career. And one of the things that I had the fortune to do, even before I launched my own company, it's interesting. You mentioned KCPNL now, now Evergy. It seems like a, a lot of the companies where we work, they've either changed names or may not be, <laughs> may be, <laughs> may be no longer. I spent seven years at Sprint that'll soon not be Sprint any longer. Right? Yeah. So sign of longevity. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly a sign of uh, a storied career. Correct. So, but I had the fortune, great fortune to run internship programs within both American Century Investments and at, at Sprint and met a lot of great colleagues and a, a lot of great professionals through the course of those opportunities. So with that, let's, let's talk about that. Let's, you know, tell our listeners a little bit why, what the motivation was, uh, around us creating this show. Sure. Sure. You know, I, I, I think a couple of things I, I would, I would list right off the bat. I, you know, I think that I, I spent a lot of my time now working with young marketing professionals, just, you know, who are interested maybe in coming back to get their master's degree or, you know, and just just through the course of working in, in the community. And I think professional development has never been so important because of just the changes, right? I mean, marketed the, the, you know, the warp speed changes that this field has seen in the last, you know, 15 years really just is, is you know, kind of a quantum leap from to the previous decades prior to, right? So I think that because our industry is the one is one of the ones that's changed the most, that, that makes professional development obviously very important, but it's also confusing, right? I mean, it's like, if you think about it, if you live in our market, there's seven or eight different marketing organizations that are all out there, all with different offerings for you in the PD space, professional development space, um, all of them with very active, great chapters and things you can go to. There's other opportunities to go back like through my program and get your master's degree, et cetera. So I think that you know it, it becomes, uh, everybody knows it's important, but they're confused about maybe the right way to approach it or 
you know, from a segmentation perspective, which one of what, say, for instance, the organizations that, that are that are here in, in this community would be the best ones for for me to go to to get that kind of uh, development. So hopefully, we can help cut through some of that clutter and and uh, and make it a, a bit a bit less confusing for folks because there are really, as I mentioned, great great options. The other thing I think is that. Hopefully, um, we'll be able to promote some of the really great work that a lot of those local organizations do, right? So, um, I think by the ability to, you know, a lot of them host really robust professional development events that have really national quality speakers. You and I were just at IABC's Business Communicator Summit where, um, you know, we had the opportunity to, to hear from a keynote speaker that's, that's really quite known nationally, um, who that organization brought in, right? They, they, they spent the money, they made the investment to really develop robust uh, professional development kinds of, of events and, and hopefully working through all of the it's but it's an alphabet soup right it's IBC it's PRSA it's AMA <laughs> it's uh, there's a there's a group for uh, you know engineering marketers uh, it, I'm just blown away by how this community is committed to the professional development space for for those of us who are marketers and so um, hopefully we'll be able to to some degree kind of partner with those groups and, and maybe uh, help show what, what what they can do and, and and again make those offerings a little more well known to, to the marketers out there and then also I think lastly one of the things you and I talked about is you know shining some light on you know when you think about Kansas City and you and I both work in this market long enough and, and I know we you know we certainly would want to have uh, you know want to have content for those that are in the Midwest and even broader, but you know, a lot of our communities are this way, but just looking at Kansas city for a second, I mean, there's been tremendous work done here, you know, certainly best in class nationally and internationally caliber work, whether that be through agencies or going all the way back to, you know, a guy like Bernard Helsberg with the I am love button and Mm. Bob Bernstein with McDonald's happy meal. Mm -hmm. and, And I mean, you know, you just, and now, you know, some of the work BML has done with, with Wendy's, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we just, and we were at an IBC Masters meeting, and the team came in that did the, what is it, the most retweeted tweet in history with Wendy's, with Wendy. which uh, mm-hmm. part of, yeah, part of their terrific social media campaign that they did for that, that large brand. So, you know, I mean, it's, it, and I think that's an important message because I think a lot of times, you know, again, I'll be talking with young marketers and maybe they're from here and, you know, so oftentimes, oh, gee, well, you know, I got to move to New York really to work in marketing and advertising. That's where all the, really great super work is done. And, and you know, I just don't think that's true. I think that we back up very, very well when you look at the broad history in Kansas City of kind of work that is done here. And hopefully we'll get a chance through guests and, and just our own stories to to kind of illuminate that a little bit because I think it's absolutely true. So anyway, that's just my take on, on why I think this topic is certainly relevant. And really, no matter where you are, whether you're a, a younger marketer, and so then, you know, it's truly all about developing yourself and networking. But you know, those of us who are mid and even later career, right? That's that's where the change piece has come to the point that it's, it's come on so fast that it behooves us to make sure that we we keep that sh- that saw sharp as well. So um, again. Uh, all the reasons I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I love the Stephen Covey metaphor there about sharpening the saw because I've seen a great deal of that within the last couple of years where marketing used to be viewed as a creative and storytelling endeavor. There's a, an injection of science mm. that has certainly taken place in the last, you know, five to 10 years. I mean, but the rate of change, you know, you could go back even more like 10 years, 15 years, and and certainly a technology component has taken hold of marketing. But the rate of change within the last five years, to your point there, mm-hmm. has been truly phenomenal. And as someone that has played a role and worked on projects like email marketing automation before, before that term even existed, 
it's been phenomenal to have the career I've had, but just, I I'll run into that with clients and they'll ask me a question. And I think to your point about, you know, breaking down, cutting through the clutter, breaking down the noise and, and giving the response of here's where you can go get the answer. Here's the resource. We can be that resource because it's, it's often the rate of change is such you're not going to know the answer. And I, and I often am generally okay telling some of my clients, I don't know that answer, but I'm smart enough to look it up and apply <laughs> that solution to the problem and figure out if it's a fit. Right. So that is one, one area where I'm looking uh, and excited about working on the show with you and, and applying both of, you know, both the, your academic mindset and your situation, even though you've had a long storied career, both agency and, and corporate and now in academia is bringing that perspective. And then as someone that runs his own shop, right. Being able to bring that perspective, I think that'll be good for bringing those complementary perspectives to, to listeners. And the, the other thing through the guests is spotlighting those guests. You mentioned Barnett Hellsberg and the, I am loved button. And, and if we're able to spotlight and as you, uh, so eloquently offered illuminate that kind of story, it's interesting. You and I remember those things, but as somebody that now works in the digital space, I try and imprint what the solution was there. Right. And essentially that was a viral campaign that was viral before digital. Right. So (laughs) there, there are a lot of lessons learned by going back into the history books and, and looking at some of those great marketing campaigns. And, and bringing those to light as well as some contemporary ones with the Wendy's campaign. That was the trash talk campaign, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Where they were trash talking their, their competitors and doing it in a fun kind of irreverent, but yep. yet fun and lighthearted, lighthearted way. So yeah, we'll, we'll certainly have the opportunity, I think, to bring in some of those guests and, and have those conversations, which is, is probably a good place to start. You mentioned the recent IBC uh, Business Communicator Summit, we had the the opportunity to talk to a few guests, and that's going to be who's you know the folks that are going to be forthcoming on future episodes. And the first one we had was John Hall, and he's the he's basically an individual that was talking about as the keynote address at BCS, how to stay top of mind. And that was his book top of mind. And then also Mm -hmm. as one of the co-founders and owners of calendar.com. And it was a lot of his conversation was about establishing and creating great connections. And we haven't really talked about some of the reasons why for this, we talked about it via the groups in professional development and the knowledge you can attain through professional development. But one of the topics, and this will certainly come out in our conversation with John will be this notion of networking and what networking means from a professional development standpoint. So I'm excited to share John with you. And then Matt, we brought on a couple other guests who you might want to highlight as guests we'll have immediately on the show. Yeah, yeah. A couple other, I think, really fascinating ones. One is a lady by the name of Catherine Lorenzen, who's been in this market for a long time, and, and her company is very appropriately named Land and Job. Uh, <laughs> Catherine is, probably knows this market from an employment perspective better than anybody in Kansas City. She's been doing it that long. She's helped numerous agencies, companies find really terrific marketing talent and vice versa. 
and I think just has some very interesting and relevant things to say in terms of, uh, you mentioned networking. That was, a, you know, obviously a big, uh, big push for Catherine because we obviously we didn't want to let her leave before we asked her, you know, what, what, what really does make a good candidate for mm-hmm. these kinds of jobs that she tries to help people land. And that obviously was very top of mind for her. So anyway, I'm very excited about folks getting a chance to hear from Catherine because um, she's a person who's, who's truly given to this industry and, and to, to this area, frankly, more than just about anybody else I know. And then the other one is, is a colleague of mine at KU, Dr. Angie Pastoric, who is in our organizational communications group and, and has really done some just groundbreaking work in the area of, you know, what we used to call soft skills uh, and how important they are. I, I frankly don't really like that term very much because I think yeah, it what, undersells it. Yeah. What uh, was the term that I, you used? I, I, I think she, well, I mean, I, Sort of where everybody's landed, it's sort of not as, as sexy a term, I guess, but just kind of professional skills. But it's really those, it's the things that aren't necessarily the nuts and bolts of your job, right? So it's the, how do you work well in a team? How do you work well in remote settings? How appropriate is that for this, where, where you're with your teammates, but maybe not everybody's there at the same time? And just all the various challenges that come with the, the working communications world in today's day and age. And so Angie is going to talk a, a lot about that and, and just, again, sort of what's important. And she has a terrific web series that I know we'll let people know about as well, where they, they can uh, access some of her information. So, uh, yeah, I think those are all three great examples of the kind of people that, that we want to have on, no question about it. And, and, and the ability to uh, to get a chance to sit down with somebody on the Business Communicator Summit was, I think, very fortunate for us. Yeah, you know, certainly fortunate for us. And Angie had used another, this may be a tease for that episode, she yeah. had <laughs> used another term other than soft skills. And I remember wanting to file that away in my memory bank. So I'm excited myself to listen to uh, to uh to that episode to think about some some other term than soft skills that seemed more appropriate it's kind of like the, you record everything there's too many good nuggets yeah uh, and <laughs> <laughs> our and at our advanced ages right it's uh it's getting harder to file those away although it's kind of like social distancing i heard somebody on npr the other day call in and said i really don't like this term social distancing because she said we probably need social connection at this point more than you know yeah so can we call it physical distancing or biological distancing call it something (laughs) else other than social distancing you and i are having a nice healthy conversation right now right so (laughs) sure we're not even in the same room yeah 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 definitely as we said interesting times i did want to say one thing that i'm glad you mentioned because you were talking about your own background because i think people may be wondering well you know is this is this uh, is this right for me in terms of uh, another resource for professional development? You had mentioned your experiences now being an, an independent, uh, smaller business mm-hmm. owner in the marketing space. And, you know, I think that's, we, we tend to think that Kansas City is a fantastic small business town. And certainly that is true for marketing. You know, you and I both know people that have hung out their own shingle, as we like to say. And more often than not, those people in the Kansas City community are very, very successful in the marketing space. You know, I, I've talked to many more of them that say, I know more, I have more business than I know what to do with. And have said, gee, I'm struggling, right? So <laughs> I think that's important because, you know, a lot of times, that can be a bit of a forgotten audience. If you're working for yourself or have your own company, you don't have access to a large HR organizational development kind of organization that's going to, you know, have you uh, give, give you lots of resources at work, or you don't have a budget to send yourself to conferences all over the world, et cetera. And so, I think it's important for those of us who are in that space in Kansas City to to do, you know, that, that we do know where some of these opportunities are, and, and just get a chance to 
uh, understand how we can develop ourselves professionally, even if we're, as I say, kind of on our own and have our own single out. Yeah, no, and it's extremely important and how, how forgetful I am of my own lot in life, right? So, yeah, I, and it's not anything that we anticipate's going away anytime soon as a trend is the, the notion of the gig economy and the workforce is transitioning into to more of that model. You know, there may be some incidents like the one we're in currently. Well, it'll be interesting to see how things play out because one sure. of the folks that are really struggling you know, are, are going to be small business owners in some regard, the, the impact that'll be had there. But, you know, I, I think the, the trend line prior to, to what we saw or what we've been saying had certainly been that that's the kind of audience that's going to continue to grow. So no, I appreciate you appreciate bringing that up. The other thing I appreciate you bringing up was Catherine. So you're talking about, you know, Catherine and her, her ability to share, she ended up being the she ended up introducing me at the last BCS summit. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, you, <laughs> no, could, I didn't. you came, you came I in, to, I came in late. Yeah. You came in to see my talk. Uh, and she introduced me in such a way that I told her that I want her to give my eulogy. Like, I just want to be around <laughs> Catherine all the time, quite frankly, because I was, I was red in the face from, from near embarrassment, her introduction was so glowing. I, I did. I told her, I said, <laughs> I, I said, you need to give my eulogy. I'm letting my wife know if I happen to go early. So, yeah. <laughs> so those are three immediate guests. And then we, we could probably hint that's the kind of caliber of the guests that we're going to find. And, and all of those different lanes, whether you said it's kind of an independent marketer, it could be a, a CMO at a major corporation somebody in the agency world. Those are the kinds of the guests that we're anticipating bringing any, anything else you might add to that? Yeah, no, I think that, um, there's a, there's a lot of interest, you know, in, in this space, no question about it. And the other thing I think that's so unique for this show and, and frankly, this market is that, you know, it's just kind of that Kansas city mentality of wanting to give back. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've not talked to anybody as, as you and I talk about, you know, launching this show that hasn't said, wow, that sounds fascinating. And then as we've begun to, you know, approach potential guests, I, we, we haven't had anybody say, oh, you know, that's, I don't have time for that. Or that's not interesting or appealing. I mean, everybody to a person has said, no, 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 this is, this is important. It's important for, you know, younger marketers, mid-career marketers, whoever it might be to understand what's available in this market. And frankly, some of the great work that's been done here. So I think that we're in, you know, we're in a really good place to uh, be able to get the time and the year and the attention of people that uh, legitimately want to see marketers around them succeed. And so, gosh, what a, that's a pretty good value proposition as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that, that value proposition is definitely there. I'm also looking, looking forward to having some of these marketers who will challenge the status quo, like you said, inspire us through some of these case studies make us think. And then ultimately, I think we're probably going to have a few laughs along the way, considering oh, yeah. that uh, we are talking about professional development and we'll likely talk about some missteps as well. So I've, I've had one or two of those. <laughs> <laughs> you, you care to share in this episode or are we just going to let those unfold naturally? Those will unfold as, as we have the uh, <laughs> we have, uh, subject appropriate guests uh, with, with us. Yeah, I, I, I anticipate those will unfold pretty naturally for me too. So yeah, certainly. So some things folks probably need to know about the show and we're getting close to that time is that as working professionals, we, we know you're strapped for time. 
Matt and I are strapped for time and attention. So this show's going to fall into the uh, adult, you know, the adult attention deficit window. So it'll be no more than 30 minutes, 30-ish minutes. And that's just kind of from a logistics standpoint, we're going to look to share Share the show basically, you know, every other week is the plan, right, Matt? Was what we're going to yeah, be talking about? Yeah, we talked about. I okay. think that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So no one, you're going to be strapped for time. And we're going to be looking to introduce you to, as Matt mentioned, we're going to be looking to introduce you to a lot of the membership organizations and individuals around kind of Kansas City and beyond. Is there, Matt, can you think about anything else that I may have missed that we want to share in this kind of welcome ep- episode? I don't think so. I mean, the other thing I would say is just that um, I know you all, you do such a great job with, with podcast platforms, Brent, and I know that you're planning a, a show notes uh, portion. And and you know we're we we were already just in the three people that we've talked with so far that folks will be hearing about hearing from soon is that you know there there are resources. And what's nice about the digital podcast platforms these these days is we can make those available uh, for listeners as well. And and so uh, you know we uh, that will be something to to watch out for also and hopefully be value added. Yep. So you, you can certainly find us at any point at cultivatedmarketer.com. Again, that's cultivatedmarketer.com. And then as Matt mentioned, we'll be on at least five platforms. I, I know I've decided on at least four of the five. So we'll be on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and tune in. And then we're playing with the fifth, but we'll be on five for sure. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's all for me, Matt. Any Any final thoughts? I don't think so. Let's let's launch this rocket ship and uh, and thanks uh, Brent for all your great work and look forward to interacting as much as we can with uh, listeners. Yep, everybody that's listened today, thanks for joining us and spending a little time with us, and look forward to sharing your journey and ours with us. With that, take care. If you found value in today's episode, check us out on our website, cultivatedmarketer.com. You'll also be able to subscribe to us, rate us, and leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Remember, a garden of opportunity grows with cultivated marketing.